Welcome back, everybody. This is uh, story time. It's complicated. It's a little bit something different. And today I am leading the program here. I'm your host, Logan Riley, and I'm here with my co-host, Brooks Aborn, a.k.a. your girl, Middle Child Lives. Gang, gang. What's up, everybody? Thanks for having me, Logan. Now I'm in the guest seat. Actually, I'm, <laughs> I'm just in my chair. But... Um, it's good to be back, back in the stew. We had a little hiatus last week due to technical difficulties. It's our show, okay? We're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're back and we are so hyped to do this new show. We gave you a little bit of a taste test with the milk when Logan told us all about pasteurization, but it's the first time that he's gonna take us deep into it. The theoretical Atlantis of what are you doing this week, actually? Well, it's super on brand. Oh, well, it's not. It's, it's a little off brand because it's actually the vision behind this subsection of the show. It's complicated was to take a little mini deep dive into a topic, learn some things and develop the basis for conversation in your own living rooms you know, across the old dinner table in the car to just to have a conversation starter, give a baseline knowledge so you can develop your own opinions and um, convince your partners and friends that they're wrong. <laughs> Get some facts behind you under your belt. That's right. We love facts. That's right. We we're love facts. People. And we're here to arm you with facts, but we're really not here to do a bunch of persuasion. Oh, Today's show, however took a turn in my research and oh. I just need to set the record straight. That's what today's show is about. <laughs> <laughs> and it is on the theme of Halloween because it's spooky season. Cue the sound effects. <laughs> this started with me just like, I was like, all right, Halloween. And I start with, you know, the whole origin of Halloween, blah, blah, blah. It was a Celtic festival, word I can't pronounce, way back in the day, like way back. Yeah, and people would light bonfires and wear costumes to scare off ghosts, right? That's the story we know. That's the story we love. That's the story mm -hmm. we're sticking to. That's not the story my parents told me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a pagan festival. You know? It was a pagan festival, for it's sure. Well, Yeah, your parents didn't know anything. They were just making shit up. They love heard you, it on the radio. Love you, John and Claudia. They heard it on the radio when I was there, but anyway. It's not Wiccan. It's... All right, look, anyway. <laughs> it was pagan. Follow Don't get up. me wrong. <laughs> they were scaring off spirits with their costumes. So All Saints Day was declared as a day of prayer and honoring all the saints by Pope Gregory III during the 8th century. The day before All Saints Day became known, and by the way, All Saints Day, for those without a traditional calendar, it's November 1st. Oh. The day before became known as Hallowed Eve, Hallow's Eve, Halloween, because we know the British just like to make up words, just like we do. They're the OGs at it. So it became Halloween, and it became commercialized and became trick-or-treating and fun little kids' holiday. 
and adults use it as an excuse to get dressed up and get hammered Drink. most of the time. <laughs> All right, I looked it up though, and there is Wiccan origin. Sure, there is. There, so the the origin is muddy. We can come back. We can do an origin episode on Halloween, maybe next year, maybe never. But okay, <laughs> the reason I'm rushing through this is because I didn't really end up doing that much research on Halloween care. because what what I came across in my conversation with my coworkers and during my research is this whole thing about razor blades and needles and drugs in Halloween candy, right? It's a story I know I heard as a kid, like razor blades and apples and, you know, like needles and candy and don't eat unwrapped products. Like somebody gives you a cookie or something, throw that shit in away because you never know what people could be slipping you. Putting poison in it. So I'm here. <laughs> I researched it most of the afternoon. Don't tell my boss. There's not one it's confirmed not source of somebody intentionally. There's not one confirmed instance, not one wow. confirmed instance of somebody handing out tampered candy on Halloween to kids. Wow. There's not That's drugs. Shocking. There's not somebody been bit into an apple that had a razor blade in it. There's a ton of these unfounded stories about dads cutting open apples for their kids that they got trick or treating and finding a razor blade in it or like sewing needles in it. But it's just like, it started, it was all a part of this moral panic about protecting the children in the seventies and eighties. It was, it all really like the first time it really started was in this op-ed piece written in the New York times October 28th, 1970, where this woman was writing about over the last five years, there's been a big increase in the number of dangerous things that have been found in Halloween treats. And it was like, what? it was Just like really about apples. It was like surgical or like sewing needles and apples and razor blades and apples. And, and she made it up. There was an and she said, even like the <laughs> department, the New York Department of Health Secretary issued a you know, a warning for this year for their parents to check all their kids' candy before letting them consume it and only trick-or-treat at people's houses that you know. And not one of those stories has been corroborated. And there are academic people that have been studying this their entire careers, this phenomenon. Wow. And not one, the, the only like thing that's remotely close is a father in Texas actually poisoned his son with his son's Halloween candy and tried to blame it on the neighbors. Oh, wow. And he didn't get away with it? Did no. you read into that? He did not get away with it. He How did they catch him? He's in prison. I don't know. I didn't read the whole they story. They just but... checked his basement? <laughs> yeah, they, he probably just, like... Oh, that's sad, though. It's not, a, it's not a joking matter. It's sad. Yeah, it's terrible. So, Dr. Reginald Steen, who's, a, like, a psychiatrist from New York, was quoted in the article in 1970 as attributing the incidence of tampered treats as the result of the, quote, permit permissiveness in today's society. So there's, here's your, like, it, it just has like moral panic coding all over it. He was also quoted as saying, turns page, the people giving harmful treats to children see criminals and students Criminals and students in campus riots getting away with things, so they can too. 
This is a, oh wow. That was a medical doctor saying that in 1970 during Vietnam. I see. So society is getting liberal, and that's why people are putting razor blades in your children's Halloween treats, specifically apples. The moral of the story, kids: don't eat fruit on Halloween, unless you're a nerd. It's all about well, them yeah, Reese's. Fruit is good, healthy, and you should eat it on Halloween. 364 days a year. You can even eat it the morning of Halloween. But when it gets dark, mm-mm, because it could be tampered with. So that story comes out on October 28th, right? Three days before Halloween, it's in the New York Times. It's on like page 58, but it's in there. On November 2nd of that year, a five-year-old boy dies in Detroit after consuming heroin. People freak out. They're like, she was right. The boy's uncle says in court that he believes it must have been in the boy's Halloween candy. I see. <laughs> Nothing was ever proven. The boy's death was ruled an incident. Oh. An accident. He died? Yes. Shoot. He died. But Ugh. this is you sad. can draw whatever conclusions you want. I'm saying that heroin wasn't given out on somebody's doorstep and as Halloween candy. Yeah. I'm saying little nephew found his uncle's mm-hmm. stash. Yeah, honestly, if there was a heroin addict, they are not giving their heroin to a kid. They're right. keeping it That's for themselves. Well, I'm saying. So they're not I mean, even they're not gonna spend eight dollars on a bag of Halloween candy if you're a heroin addict. Let's be honest. Here. I'm saying. And all right. And po- there are people who want to poison but... children. Don't do it. Won't do it with heroin. There's like a million products in your house you could do it with. Yeah, but that's crazy. Okay. So these these panics they feed the narrative that drug use is criminal and that nobody, no good person, does drugs unless they're tricked into it. Right. Like that's it. Just pushes this whole thing. Like, and it's 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 still going on today. The, the place you see it in the news nowadays is in these, like, there are two Republican senators that I found that are campaigning. One last year, Herschel Walker, and another one, I linked his the website in the document, but I don't have his name here. But he used it, it was like this whole thing about, so now they're talking about this rainbow fentanyl, right, that's coming into the States. And it's been right. confirmed in 26 states. They're just coloring fentanyl okay. to make it marketable. Look like Molly? Right. Yeah. Right. Kind of. Yeah. Like they're saying it looks like candy, but really it looks like ecstasy. If I've seen, like when okay. I see the pills, just based on my dare, you know, yeah. education. Right. But really, and it's just like, it's just marketing, you know, really mm-hmm. for the drugs. Like it's not white, it's cool, it's blue, or it's green, or it's pink, or it's yellow there are like rumors about one being stronger than the other and it's just like a thing you know oh, like have you tried the green yet? right exactly i'm all that blue you know like whatever um so no. in august 2022 the dea issued a warning about the rainbow fentanyl as colorful pills began entering the u.s and immediately some people were like it's candy. It's Halloween candy. Watch out. Halloween rainbow fentanyl is going to be in your kid's Halloween candy. Rainbow Skittles, rainbow fentanyl. How could you not see the correlation? Not one confirmed case <laughs> of 
rainbow fentanyl making it into the Halloween candy next to the sweet tarts. The fact is, is like that shit is worth a lot of money. Yeah. It's worth a lot of money. Why would they just be giving it away to kids? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's funny that you say that because there are a lot of confirmed cases of people being given fentanyl without their oh yeah knowledge. A lot of them. And it's to get them hooked on fentanyl. So, but most of it is given fentanyl instead of another drug. Right, right, right. Not instead of heartburn medication. Or you can give fentanyl as a um, someone you can knock someone out and they can completely lose their memory. I don't know what that kind of drug is called. Date rape. Well, I guess it could be used as that, but yeah, it it can totally wipe your memory uh, if you have enough. And I know that because I wrote a story in high school and my English teacher helped me with that information. But like, <laughs> and I've heard, I've even heard it from the parents in my office, like this year about checking your kids candy for tampered candy. And I did research today and couldn't find a single confirmed case. Not a single one. So I'm not saying don't check your kids candy, but like, I just want I just want to clear the record that it doesn't actually happen. There are way easier ways for harm to be done and it's happening in a lot of real ways to kids, to adults, to members of our community. And that's not one to get your panties in a twist over. And this one is not it's not. It's like something that gets passed around in the school pickup lines and worry about internet safety if you're a parent of right, a young kid. Like, yeah, pay attention to what your kids are looking at on TikTok. Pay attention. They shouldn't even be on TikTok, by right. the way. If you're a parent of a kid on TikTok, get them off of it. That's for right. adu- that's an adult app. <laughs> and and it's not even really good for adults. Right. But that's a whole other thing. Yeah. I just want so here. This is that's pretty much that's all I have. Like, so do you remember hearing when you were a kid? Did your parents talk about you know like? Halloween. Well, you weren't really a, were you a Halloween celebrator? No, but we did other things on Halloween just because, you know, everybody's having fall stuff. Yeah. So instead of trick or treating, how did you guys commemorate Halloween? We still dressed up in costumes and we went to what they called fall festivals. And they were essentially like church events for like Christians that still want to, you know, have a good party on the night of Halloween when everybody's partying, but not participate in Halloween, which was kind of interesting because the only difference is that some people are knocking on doors and then the other kids, like us kids were doing, like they had snow cones and like, it was like a whole festival. But they weren't giving out candy. I'm sure they were. I wasn't allowed to have it. I remember getting treats pretzels stuff like that and i'm sure if they had candy my parents oh yeah i do remember the candy but yeah my parents would just be like no pick a different one or whatever anything else (laughs) yeah but we used to do that and um the church fall festivals are what i I went to the fall festivals as a kid oh yeah they were awesome i remember the one of the fall festivals it was the first time i quote unquote saw snow they had fake snow at one oh in florida yeah, and by the way, I was a hula dancer every year. Really? Every single year. I don't know why. I should ask my mom. Coconut why. bra, 
hula well, skirt. I just wore a swim top. Like I didn't do the coconut bra as a kid because I didn't wear bras. But swim top. Still don't. Skirt. What? Still don't. Still don't what? Wear bras. Oh, I thought you meant need a bra. No. I was like, huh. no, just don't. Wow. <laughs> no, I, no, I wasn't going there. You just choose. Uh, you just don't. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then the hula skirt, and then a lay, obviously. So that was the fit. Three things. And my mom probably was like, all right, where's the lay-in skirt from last year? If you want to do this again. <laughs> That's amazing. You're a hula dancer every year. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever been one since? No, but I haven't dressed up. Like, I don't have, I still don't celebrate Halloween, so. True. Yeah, that's, we haven't, have we ever dressed up for Halloween? We went to that party last year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a black cat and you were a scarecrow, which we got them at Spirit Halloween, like, the day before. Mm -hmm. And they were kind of fail costumes, but we really didn't. I don't know. There were like 10 people I don't know at the Halloween it. party. It really wasn't a big deal. Yeah. So. I don't have a Halloween costume this year. Me either. <laughs> There's a costume party at work tomorrow. Oh. And I'm going to dress as one of my coworkers. Who? Mike. What does he wear? He's. Just, I'm going to wear a sport jacket. Like, you know, like when I wear my sport jacket to work, I'm basically just going to wear that outfit. And I'm just going to like stuff my shirt to make myself look buff and pad my butt and just like do Mikeisms all day because he just quotes the same three or four movies all the time and yells across the office and I'm just going to do my best Mike impersonation. So what do you do at an office party? I have no idea. There is truck or treat. Like at the end of the day, the kids come out and like we're doing like a little parking lot party thing but i'm gonna bounce i'm sorry but but office parties sound it's just like the office it's that awkward so it's that terrible awkward. like you oh. already have to be there what are you gonna go all together in a room and pretend to have extra amount of fun right. while you're at work right like that's just it's, ridiculous if you've seen the office that's what it is Woohoo! it's a party now get back to work <laughs> everybody get your freaking uh fruit punch it's so similar. Clock out before you get into the break room. This isn't a paid party this time. We only get three a year. It's so similar. <laughs> it's so weak. Anyway, but... But there's a costume contest. I'll never not shit on your office life, by the way. It's okay. I think my... I I, I enjoy it. It's fine. Um, I do too. <laughs> I am going to win the costume contest. I think there's a prize. Nice. Well... Have fun. I think it's $100 for a surprise. Well, hey, so this has been It's Complicated. This wasn't a super on brand. This show is going to develop. I think next week's show that Brooke is leading is going to be much more what we're actually going for. But I enjoyed this nonetheless, and I hope you all did too. It's actually in two weeks. But yeah, what he said. Wish me luck. I'm hopefully going to have killed a deer by our next episode. And... We will have traveled all over the country in just a few days to, to go to an awesome family wedding and then my cousin Rose's 40th birthday. Heck yeah. Shout out Rose. Wait, before we go, I also want to shout out our brand new robot vacuum. Oh. This is a big thing in our life. I know it's like, it's this momentous. is pod word worthy. Like this needs to be announced on a pod. Yeah. It's been vacuuming for us. 
and we just like do other things while we get our vacuuming done and we got it for free by the way logan did a survey on linkedin and got an amazon gift card and he's like what should we spend it on and my immediate thought was a robot vacuum i got a 275 dollar Amazon yeah. gift card for completing a 10 minute survey. And that was yesterday. And now we own a robot vacuum people. <laughs> and it is a life changing, life changing. Incredible. Especially since Logan threw our last vacuum in a dumpster one day out of rage. So we didn't have one. <laughs> <laughs> we just not that sleeping. kind of rage, but kind of. <laughs> I hated that. Vacuum. If you knew our vacuum, you would get it. <laughs> it was the shittiest piece of shit. It was horrible. But that's but our announcement. Our new vacuum, its name is Blood. And it's honestly a homie. Our dogs are getting used to him. They aren't sure about the new pet in the house. That but... Pippin thinks she's being replaced again. No, for real. She gave me the worst look. Like, how could you do this? Yeah, she totally, <laughs> totally. She has so... Silent much resentment toward yeah i was able to watch tv while i was running no problem yeah and it kind of provides a little nice white noise like a light it's amazing i already scheduled it to clock in at 8 a.m every day seven days a week i think we'll have to set for a p.m run as well well i think that if it's doing it once a day we'll be fine yeah but we're both out of the house by 8 a.m pretty much every day at least up in adam so that's our big news that is huge it's my a mom huge are you guys having a kid me we got a robot vacuum <laughs> <laughs> we'll never go back never never day one day fun yeah it's amazing <laughs> it is all amazing i can't tell you the freedom that it provides like if you are a robot vacuum maker out there and you would like to sponsor this podcast, we will be the most emphatic ambassadors that you have. No, you have no idea. And we can even do robot wars. If you send us a few, we'll do like funny stuff with them. Yeah. But anyway, I really want to go to bed. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks for coming. We're looking forward to uh, the evolution of the podcast. Stay As tuned. always. Stay tuned. <laughs> Bye, guys.